Built for agriculture and powered by farm credit, AgDirect's financing terms are among the most flexible in the ag equipment business, matching the income stream of ag producers. Discover why more dealers and their customers are choosing AgDirect to finance, lease, and refinance ag equipment by visiting agdirect.com. I'm Managing Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Worldwide adoption of precision farming technologies will be needed to meet a 70% increase in food production by 2050, according to research from Goldman Sachs, a global investment banking, securities, and investment management firm. In the face of this challenge are growing opportunities for ag machinery makers and dealerships. With a need for greater yields identified, researchers estimated a $240 billion addressable market in these technologies. In a report on precision farming released in July, Goldman Sachs researchers say the increase in food production over the next 35 years will largely have to come from greater yields, driven by new technology in precision farming, as available acreage is only expected to grow by about 4%. Of the five major components that make up the $240 billion profit pool, the three largest consist of precision fertilizer application with a potential production value add of $200 billion and a $65 billion market based on an 18% increase in yields. Precision planting with a potential value of $145 billion and a $45 billion market based on a 13% improvement in yields. And soil compaction reduction via a fleet of smaller tractors with an added production value and yield improvement that mirror precision planting. According to the authors of the report, the most advanced solution in reducing compaction could be autonomous driving technology. Driverless machines allow farmers to use smaller equipment with the same effectiveness and scale as the larger, heavier equipment. For instance, farmers could use a fleet of under 100 horsepower tractors rather than one or two 600 horsepower machines to do the same job. Now here's James DeGraff with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. Last week, data servicer Farm Mobile acquired the assets of Prime Meridian, a precision agriculture and data management company out of Nevada, Missouri. The move aims to utilize Prime Meridian's advisors in data analysis and agronomy for Farm Mobile's new data stewardship offering, Data Services. Steve Covage, the former president of Prime Meridian, now joins Farm Mobile as vice president of the data services team. At the InfoAg show in St. Louis this week, I sat down with both Covage and Farm Mobile CEO Jason Tatchy to discuss the implications of the acquisition. As explained by Tatchy, data services will streamline the certification of electronic field records for growers, distinguishing quality data that can be potentially used to generate revenue. Those field records serve as the nucleus for Farm Mobile's data store, launched earlier this week as the first private digital exchange platform for machine and agronomic data between growers and purchasers. The data store, Cubbage adds, aims to give farmers the ability to leverage their data and accept or reject bids from farmers in a secure format. It's a new opportunity for growers to sell a new crop, and that, that crop is data. And truthfully, you know, this is a new opportunity that growers haven't had in the past. And uh, those that really want to uh, look into it, there is a difference between good and bad data and good data has value in the marketplace, and truthfully, that's what we want to see. And uh, it's, it's certainly an opportunity that drives other opportunities on the farm 
you know, good data also means good decisions at the at the farm level. But now there's an opportunity to get two, four, you know, hopefully 10, 20 bucks an acre uh, per year by selling data in the marketplace to to research firms, to universities. You know, the host of buyers is we probably don't even know yet. The nice thing is the grower is in control. He makes the decisions who that buyer is and whether or not he wants to sell. As it currently stands, Tachi says the data store has 1 million acres worth of data available for sale. Back to you, Kim. With sales of rural lifestyle equipment tied closely with the overall health of the U.S. economy, the improvements in U.S. retail spending is good news for dealers of small machinery as landscape contractors say they plan to increase investments in new power equipment. On July 16th, MarketWatch reported retail sales rose again in June after a mammoth gain in May. Sales at retailers nationwide grew by 0.5% last month, which followed an even bigger surge of spending in May when sales grew at a revised 1.3%. Overall, retail sales have increased 6.6% over the past 12 months, slightly above the long-range average since 1980. Consumer confidence is also showing up on dealer lots. On July 10th, the Association of Equipment Manufacturers reported that year-to-date North American sales of compact tractors were up by 8% or by more than 6,700 units versus the same six-month period in 2017. U.S. sales of small tractors were up by 8.3% and in Canada by 3.8% during the first half of the year. The ongoing strength in consumer and commercial markets is further borne out by the results of Seaport Global Securities' most recent survey of North American landscape contractors. Our latest quarterly survey revealed that the CapEx outlook for 2018 improved for the second consecutive quarter in line with an improvement in revenue expectations, says Michael Schlitsky, SGS analyst. Overall, the SGS survey revealed that 48% of landscapers noted plans to increase power equipment capex in 2018, up from 36% in the first quarter of 2018 survey and 26% in the fourth quarter 2017 survey. Only 10% plan to reduce expenditures. From a revenue standpoint, 55% of landscapers expect growth of 10% or more in 2018, up from 50% in the first quarter survey, and 26% expect revenue growth of 5 to 10%, up from 14% in last quarter's survey, says Schlitzky. Artsway, a manufacturer of specialty farm equipment, reported revenue improvements for the second quarter compared to the same period of 2017. Consolidated revenues were $5.3 million for the second quarter. That's up 13% over the second quarter last year. For the first half of the year, revenues were $10.7 million, a 17% year-over-year improvement. Ag segment revenue saw a strong improvement for both the quarter and year-to-date. For the second quarter, ag, re- ag revenues were $3.9 million, or up 25% versus last year. Year-to-date, ag revenues were up 20% to $7.9 million. CEO Carrie Gunnarsson says there is a lot of noise and uncertainty in all the markets Artsway serves in relation to the steel tariffs and how they're impacting commodity prices. She says they've seen significant increases in input costs and in turn have raised their prices. The pressure from tariffs has been particularly felt in the ag segment, which makes up about 70% of Artsway's total business. Gunnarsson says just as the company started to see orders pick up, this new complication moved into the marketplace. While Artsway moved quickly to increase prices, the majority of year-to-date sales had been booked in December 2017. She added that the new incoming orders will be at the new higher prices, and new orders have slowed due to concerns over commodity prices. Deere & Company reported on its North American retail sales for June on July 10th. 
With the exception of four-wheel drive and high-horsepower tractors, the company's sales were either in line or better than the industry average. Average industry combine sales were up an impressive 26% year-over-year in June. Deere reports its combine sales for the month were up more than the industry average. While industry four-wheel drive tractor sales were up 2%, Deere sales were down single digits year-over-year. High-horsepower tractor retail sales were up 9% on average for the industry. Deere's June retail sales for this segment were up but lagged behind the industry average. Earlier this week, during the Ag in Motion Outdoor Farm Show in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Clean Seed Capital Group announced it has signed an agreement to acquire Harvest International. According to Harvest International, the agreement will not impede day-to-day operations, nor will it affect any existing relationships the manufacturer has with its dealers or end customers. Harvest International will continue to provide its already established product line to its existing dealer network. President and CEO of Harvest International, Byron Friesen, will take a seat on the board of directors for Clean Seed Capital. And now from the Implement and Tractor archives. The Alice Chalmers W Speed Patrol, manufactured from 1940 to 1949, was an example of how farm tractors could fit industrial applications as well. Besides road maintenance, small contractors used them for street and driveway construction. Over 3,700 were built at the Laporte and Springfield plants. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lestermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.